Fine people, I'm Dave Rubin. This is the Rubin Report Direct Message. Today's October 18th, 2021. And if you would like to chat live during the show, you can do so at rubinreport.locals.com. That's on the desktop, or you can download the Locals app. We've got one for iOS, we've got one for Android, and then you can chat with other viewers. As we're doing this, you might be able to submit questions live, or if you make a pithy comment, or a fact check, you can fact check me live in the chat. And my assistant Helen is in the chat right now talking to you fine people. She can communicate directly using an electronic device to my producer Michael right here, and then he can alert me of the information that you're dropping live right here on YouTube. That is incredible. Technology people, can you believe it? Uh, I have to say that Mondays often are my favorite show of the week because, you know, we get all the nonsense from the Sunday news shows that are, you know, sort of not being watched much anymore, but that's where all the politicians go and that's where all the media elite sort of get their stories from the week. So we can sort of really like pack in a whole bunch of lies on Sunday that then guys like me have to uh, communicate the lies, expose and communicate the lies to you guys on Monday. So Mondays, it's like there's never a shortage of stuff to talk about. So we've got four stories for you today. First off, uh, openly homosexual uh, transportation secretary, Pete Buttigieg, and I only say that he's openly homosexual because that's the only reason he got the job. That's pretty much what they told us. It was a diversity hire. He has no experience doing anything, doing anything in the transportation sector, uh, he was on one of the Sunday shows telling us that everything's great. There's just nothing to worry about. The economy's great. The supply chain, it's all fine. You people are nuts. It's all good. So we'll talk about that. Then this Biden fella, he's the old guy pretending to be president. Uh, he was at a restaurant over the weekend, and you're not going to believe it. Wasn't wearing a mask. Yeah, you're supposed to wear masks indoors. Uh, he wasn't. So, you know, is he infected? Quarantines, what are we talking about, people? Uh, then we've got two really great videos on this Fauci guy. You know Fauci, Mr. I'm whatever you want me to be on any given day. Uh, well, he has more thoughts on what we're allowed to do for the holidays this year, including uh, Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas. Uh, and then we've got an incredible, this thing went viral and I just had to put it up for you guys, an incredible compilation video of him talking about vaccines and how well they work and how that has changed over time. They went from 100% and well, we all sort of know where they're at at the moment. And then finally, because I've been trying to give you guys some white pill stuff, like where's the hope, right? Where's the hope in the distance? Well, a new study has come out and it turns out that Americans for the first time in a long, long time, actually want less government. Pretty spectacular. It's like, oh, people are starting to realize that the elites don't really care about you and no, more, no matter how much money you give them or they take from you, uh, that they don't make anything better. So uh, we are gonna discuss all that, but let's start with gay transportation secretary, Pete Buttigieg. He's a very serious man who was mayor of a small town and then became transportation secretary because they wanted a diversity hire and he is gay. And by the way, I have no problems with gay people. My husband's gay. And uh, Pete went on one of the Sunday shows to talk about supply chain issues. Here's Pete. 
Well, certainly a lot of the challenges that we've ex been experiencing this year will continue into next year, but there are both short-term and long-term steps that we can take to do something about it. Look, uh, part of what's happening isn't just the supply side, it's the demand side. Demand is off the charts. Retail sales are through the roof. And if you think about those images of uh, ships, for example, waiting at anchor on the West Coast, you know, every one of those ships uh, is full of record amounts of goods that Americans are buying uh, because demand is up, because income is up, uh, because the president has successfully guided this economy out of the teeth of a terrifying recession. All right, Pete, let's talk. Um, first off, you have a bit of that affect that just reads as everything you're saying is off a teleprompter and you don't even believe it. He's got a little bit of that Saki thing going there. Like he's just giving you these statements that aren't really meaningless. Yeah, the economy's so great and so many people are buying so much stuff that that's why you can't get stuff. Does that sound right to any of you? Anyone watching this, please, somebody, reach through the computer and grab my neck and choke me if I'm wrong on this one. Does that seem right that what we're all feeling right now is the economy is so freaking great. We've all got so much money. We're all so secure in our jobs, in the future of this country, and the market seems strong, and all of those things that we're all buying so much stuff that that's why they can't get stuff to us. That's what he's saying. No. We just know it's not true. This thing is sort of hanging on by a thread, right? It feels like a, a house of cards that's like starting to wobble. And there's the guy, the magician there going, oh, no, no, everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. So I wanted to test what Pete said there, that it's just because people want to buy things. So literally a minute before the show, you can see the timestamps right there. I think it was six minutes before the show. To be technical, those are screenshots that you're seeing off my telephone my iPhone, and I went in and I wanted to buy a couch, and I thought I'll try West Elm, I will try CB2 and Crane Bauer, because I told you guys we've been trying to buy a couch for a while, and there are these long delays. So I just picked the first couch on each of these sites, and then I picked purchase just to see the delivery dates. West Elm, if you were to get one of their couches right now, February 3rd to, 7, uh, 3rd to the 17th, CB2, end of January, Crate and Barrel, mid-May. I did not do this in some duplicitous way. I literally just picked the first couch on each one that popped up when I did the search with the store name and couch, okay? Um, now the question is, is Pete right? Is it because so many people are buying couches now? There's never been more couches being bought that for the first time in modern memory, it's taking five, six, seven months to get a couch. Or could it be that there's a problem at warehouses and we're laying off all sorts of people. And then there's this vaccine mandate thing and some people don't want to go to jobs that are gonna force them to be injected with things or a series of other things like the government giving money for people to stay unemployed, which is why this weekend, when I virtually never leave my house anymore in this craptastic city of Los Angeles, we were gonna go somewhere, not even gonna say where, we were gonna go somewhere and I had to cancel my Uber because it was going to take 22 minutes for the Uber to come to me because they can't even get Uber drivers anymore. Is this all a sign of the economy is so great that people don't have to work at Uber anymore? Or is it a sign that nobody's working because of unemployment and a series of other things, including mandates and everything else? So Pete's just lying, like they're just lying, but, but don't take my word for it, just ask around. Talk to your friends, talk to your business manager, talk to your accountant. 
talk to your employees. Does everyone just feel like it's really, really great and that's the problem because we're all buying so much stuff right now or is something else going on? I tend to think it is something else. And yes, it is true, Connor, by the way, my husband is gay. Uh, all right, story number two, Joe Biden, he's the elderly man pretending to be president of the United States. And we know he puts on masks when he's doing certain speeches, but then when he walks up and talks to little children after he takes the mask off, he usually sniffs their hair. There was another video of that this weekend too. We didn't even wanna show it to you, it's just so gross. Uh, but you know, the things just become complete and ridiculous theater. Well, Joe Biden went to eat with Dr. Jill Biden, and she's a doctor, so she would know about the efficacy of masks. Uh, they went to eat at a very, very exclusive, very expensive restaurant in DC where, you know, when you're walking to your table, as you know, to be a good, safe American, you have to put your mask on. Well, when Joe was leaving, he wasn't wearing his mask. Here's nine seconds of videotape. There's no audio on it, so there's Joe and there's, there he is and he's holding his mask and you saw Dr. Jill and you know, their lackeys are behind them and they're wearing the masks. Anyway, it's not that this is just such a big deal, but it's like, Joe is not afraid of catching COVID. I don't know how many booster shots he's had and all of that stuff. He's 78 years old. You would think in a public place, the most powerful man in the United States would be very cautious. Wouldn't the doctor, you know, the White House doctor be telling him exactly what to do? Wouldn't his secret, uh, secret service guys, you know, wouldn't they be like, uh, Mr. President, you forgot to put your mask on. Not only is it a violation of the DC regulation, so you're gonna get fined $1,000, which I'd love to see if Biden gets fined $1,000. Not only are you gonna get fined, or I guess the restaurateur gets fined $1,000, not the patron, so we'll find out about that. Um, but you know, you probably optics wise probably wouldn't be the best thing. So somebody there took video of them and that's what a good citizen does because these people don't care. They do not believe in their rules. And I don't even think Joe Biden really believes that COVID is real at this point. I, I think that if he did that at his age and everything else, they would be taking no risks. But we played the video last week where Biden and Dr. Jill uh, walk out of the helicopter and they have their masks on with their assistant and the assistant's walking with the mask and then she takes the mask off. And it's like, you obviously all weren't wearing the mask in the helicopter. Like we know all of this stuff. Here's a little more, a little more from the post-millennial on this. On Saturday night, President Joe Biden was caught maskless, dining with First Lady Jill Biden inside the upscale Fiola Mare restaurant in Washington, D.C., an apparent violation of the district's indoor mask mandate. D.C. still requires all indoor diners to wear a mask unless they're actively eating and drinking. The president was filmed walking around without a mask. When greeted by reporters and by the public outside, Biden was met with cheers and a sole question of, how was dinner, Mr. President? No reporters questioned his lack of masking. So look, you guys know this is all theater and, and drivel and nonsense and has very little to do with uh, anyone getting sick or not. The idea that we go into restaurants and when you sit at a table, somehow you're not gonna catch COVID, but when you go to the bathroom, you should put a mask on. Or when you're not actively eating and drinking, which is also what they do on airplanes. Sitting somehow, I guess COVID you know, goes around five foot seven is the average. What's the average height of a human being? Can I get an average height of a human being? Let's say about five, eight, something like that. The COVID must be floating around at that level. When you sit, what do we got? What do we got? When you sit, COVID can't hit you. I mean, all of these nonsensical things. And Biden knows, as mangled and marbled as his brain is, Biden even knows that it's all sort of nonsense. Uh, the average height of a man, five foot six, that is short. That is, oh, Connor's very excited about that. <laughs> Congratulations, Mr. Average. And the average height of a woman, five foot two. So I guess 
if you're above five foot six, you know, if people are breathing, so if you're five eight, then why do you have to wear a mask? Because they're breathing, it's going this way, you can walk right past them. Anyway, it's all just, it's all just theater and nonsense. And uh, speaking of theater and nonsense, hell of a segue, we've got some Fauci stuff for you. So Fauci, again, was making the rounds on Sunday. You'd think that this man in this pandemic that's getting worse and everyone's dying and we must destroy everything in the name of safety and all that, you would think that Fauci wouldn't have time on Sunday to you know, be going to all these shows. You'd think that they'd have somebody else doing the PR. You know, He's old also. How old is Fauci? He's about 80 years old. I think he might be 81 years old, if I'm not mistaken. You'd think that they'd have other people out there do, running the public space of this because he'd be in there, you know, like in the lab doing the science thing and he'd have the thing and he'd be you know, splicing DNA and combining things and all that stuff that scientists do. He's 80 years old. Um, well, no, he still spends all his Sundays doing all of these uh, Sunday talk shows. And uh, here he had some advice on what we can do if we're good vaccinated citizens uh, in the upcoming holiday season. And, and Dr. Fauci, lastly, we know the best way to keep safe is to be vaccinated. But what are your guidelines for the upcoming holidays? Will you be giving out Halloween candy? What do we do Thanksgiving, Christmas, and the other holidays? Well, Martha, I believe strongly that it, it, particularly in the vaccinated people, if you're vaccinated and your family members are vaccinated, those who are eligible, and that is obviously very young children and not yet eligible, that you can enjoy the holidays. You can enjoy Halloween, trick-or-treating, and certainly Thanksgiving with your family and Christmas with your families. That's one of the reasons why we emphasize why it's so important to get vaccinated, not only for your own safety, for that of your family, but also for the good of the community to keep the level of infection down. When you do that, there's no reason at all why you can't enjoy the holidays in a family way, the way we've traditionally done it all along. Yeah, you know, enjoying the holidays in a family way, the way we've done it all along, really has nothing to do with listening to people like him. I get it, he's probably not a horrible person. I don't know what's going on with him at this point. Like, do I think he's a Satan worshiper and he's trying to destroy the West, possibly? But I'm not fully saying that. I don't know what's going on with this man, I really don't. Um, but if we are to believe that the vaccines work, let's say you wanna go home. Well, I talked about Halloween last week, because last week he had already said you can do Halloween. So, you know, we're allowed to go to strangers' doors. They were telling us, you know, six foot social distancing and you gotta spray down your shopping bags and everything else. Now you're allowed to go to a stranger's door and take candy from them, okay? And we know that people just eat the candy right then, the kids are eating it, but okay, now that's okay, right? Even though, as he said, the youngest kids aren't vaccinated. Of course, what he didn't say is that virtually no kids have died of COVID. It's about 500 kids, 0.002%. There's a lot of evidence to show that those numbers are even inflated and that they had all sorts of other things. That's not to diminish any of their lives. Okay, got it. Um, but now uh, we can do Thanksgiving, but let's think about it. Let's think about it this way. Thanksgiving rolls around. Let's, he's saying if everyone's vaccinated, you're good to go. Well, let's say you have 10 people for Thanksgiving, right? And let's say you've got a crazy right-wing, freedom-loving, libertarian, don't tread on me cousin, right? And that guy shows up and he's probably smiling and he probably takes care of himself too. And he knows that he's healthy and he shows up and I get it, he's right wing and he loves freedom and America. And he probably sent a couple bucks to Rand Paul, you know, like this is some nutbag, but you know, he shows up and he's a pretty decent guy. And now you've all been vaccinated. Why would we think that he 
would get everyone sick if you've all been vaccinated. Can someone please explain that to me? I'm not a scientist. I'm not pretending that I'm one, but can someone explain that to me? Now, first off, just because you aren't vaccinated, it doesn't mean you automatically have COVID. That seems to be the new thing, that only vaccinated people can do things. But you're telling me that otherwise young, healthy people can't do the things that they've always done? How does that make any sense? I mean, this is exactly what Kyrie Irving, the basketball player is talking about, Jonathan Isaac from the NBA, these guys who are saying, hey, I'm young and healthy, like let's just go about living our lives, right? Was COVID spread at any NBA games? They haven't shown us any evidence of that. But when he says that, that everyone has to be vaccinated for you to get together, it's like, you don't care about families, Anthony Fauci. You don't care about personal choice. You don't care that people might take their age and health and all of those things into account. What you care about is you want to say something and have the minions do it. And you're not a king, you're not even an elected official. You know, like, I think people are just gonna go and do what they want. And by the way, when, when I say that, do what you want, it's like, first off, you should do what you want. You shouldn't listen to me other than I'm trying to talk about freedom a little bit, which I know is a very scary word. It's the F word now, you know? And it's like, you should take into account whether you have a, a grandmother who's very old or someone else in your family that's very infirmed with something and all of those things. But again, if the vaccines are to work, and they told us 100%, they told us, Biden said, once you're vaccinated, get out there, live your life and all that. That was back in May, June, and that is a perfect uh, segue to this next compilation video that's going making the rounds on Twitter. So this is spectacular. You really need to watch this. We're gonna show you about 80 seconds of it, I think. Uh, it's about a two and a half minute video, the full thing, but we wanted to cut it a little bit for brevity's sake here. Um, this is over time, watching how Fauci talked about the efficacy of vaccines. It was 100% up until where it's at now. So watch this, it's, it's really, really well done. Do we know who made this? Because I want to credit them properly. We'll, we'll try to find it and put it in the, in the description. Uh, it's really spectacular. So now we have two vaccines that are really quite effective. The mRNA vaccine, highly effective, extraordinarily efficacious, 94 to 95% for mild to moderate disease and virtually 100% efficacious. Because the real world effectiveness is even more impressive than the results of the clinical trial. I mean, tell me that's just not spectacular. And that's why these people wanna censor the internet, right? Like that is exactly why. They don't want us to be able to make videos like that and share videos like that. By the way, we did, we were able to source it. It's at MVHeal, H-E-A-L on Twitter. So uh, bravo to whoever that 
account is run by. What's incredible about that is you can see he's going from 100% and then the headlines start coming out. It's 94, it's 88, and they did it in chronological order. I mean, you should watch it again. Then it's 88, then it's 81, then it's 55, then it's 47. And then of course, as it ends there, Japan suspending uh, certain vaccination use, Moderna being suspended in certain countries. By the way, we know right now that in several of the Nordic countries, uh, I think Sweden, Denmark, maybe some of the others, uh, they're completely open now and they've decided you don't have to have vaccine passports and anything else. So you would think that our brilliant young socialist minds here in this country like AOC would be saying that we should be doing it like those Nordic countries because she's always telling us how great they are. They're so freaking wonderful. They're also tiny homogenous countries, um, which were you know, basically one skin color until the last couple of years and now they've got some other problems, but that doesn't really fit AOC's thing. Um, but it's just a great video because it's just a perfect example of how we forget things. Doesn't it feel like we consistently forget what happened, not even a month ago, forget a year and a half ago, forget two weeks to flatten the curve, right? It would be absurd for him ever to say that statement now. Why doesn't, you want a real journalist to be out there or if Fauci, you want to do this show? That would be my first question. When you guys said two weeks to flatten the curve, what did you mean by that? And did we not do it? Are the numbers worse than you would have wanted the flattened curve to be two weeks later compared to now? And if they are worse, then obviously something else is very, very wrong. At best, you people are completely negligent. At worst, you're homicidal maniacs. Uh, that's why he doesn't get asked any of those questions, right? It's just a big sort of circular, it's, it's basically a giant circle jerk between incompetent government buffoons and their ridiculous media cohorts. That, that really is what goes on on these Sunday shows. Oh, you got everything wrong and I'll ask you the questions to cover up your thing so that we can all keep going and people will keep watching and I'll keep getting paid and you'll stay in your job forever and we'll Yeah, let's keep doing it. To that point though, it brings us to story number four because this is some white pill good news. People are waking up to this stuff. Crazy Dave Rubin and his crazy crew of YouTube, Blaze TV, Locals viewers have imparted some wisdom on the masses. It's possible because people are starting to realize that the federal government is too powerful and doesn't do much good. So we've got some info. This is a new Gallup poll, a quote from Blaze Media, a new survey from Gallup finds that most Americans have reverted to thinking the government should have a more limited role. Last September, when the nation was firmly in the grips of the coronavirus pandemic, with states locked down, businesses closed, and racial unrest dominating headlines, a record high 54% of US adults surveyed by Gallup said the government should do more to solve problems. But in the year since then, President Joe Biden took office and started a massive expansion of the federal government's role in the pandemic response, unconstitutional executive orders, vaccine mandates, one point. $9 million, uh, trillion dollar stimulus bill, $1 trillion infrastructure bill, and a 3.5 build back better spending bill. Now Gallup finds that 52% of Americans say the government is doing too many things that should be left to the individuals and businesses, while 43% say the government needs to do more to solve problems. So we're gonna throw this image up for just a second. The, the key part that you have to look at there, I've got it in front of me right here too, is that the blue line, which is that the government should do more to solve problems. If you look just right at the end there, it was peaking. It was peaking basically 
in 2020. We were all freaked out. We wanted the government to do stuff. Well, now it's dumping out. We're realizing the government doesn't do much well. And the green line, which says the government's trying to do too many things. Well, that jumped from 41 about a year ago to 52% now. This is a great sign. This is the type of sign that we have needed to see, that people are realizing it's your life, the machine doesn't really work. It doesn't really care about you. It wants to control you. They flaunt their own rules. Joe Biden at a restaurant in DC this week. You can keep giving them your money and getting less and less for it, or you can start thinking about your life seriously, try to figure out ways uh, to flourish without needing these ridiculous buffoons. That's actually very much what my next book is about, which comes out in April. We'll have a little more on the exact launch date and everything else soon. Uh, you can pre-order Don't Burn This Country at don'tburnthiscountry.com. I was not planning to do a commercial there, but it does work. Uh, all right, guys, I've enjoyed this Monday show. How do you feel about it? Thumbs up, you, thumbs up. What are you, five, six again? Could, if I now it's 510, okay. You're sitting all day, I don't know what you're doing over there. Uh, part one of my interview with Lauren Boebert, who is a congressman from Colorado's third district, congresswoman, I should say, well, I'll leave that to her, but uh, <laughs> um, she, she's really, really super interesting. And she's one of this young crop of Republicans, sort of like in the Dan Crenshaw uh, vein, who people really should know about. You know, you've got the squad, you've got these horrible, out of control, hysterical, anti-American congresswomen from the left, the progressives like AOC and Ilhan Omar and Rashida Tlaib and Cori Bush, these really just anti-American people, but they're in the media all the time. They're on the front page of everything all the time. I had a great chat with Lauren Boebert, like just a great chat. She is a decent person who is treated horribly by the media. And for the first time ever in a Rubin Report interview, live in studio, uh, Clyde burst into the studio. He actually opened the door like a velociraptor in Jurassic Park. He opened the door and burst in, so we left it in, it's in the full, and I tweeted out a little clip of it that you can see this morning. Uh, I thank those of you who uh, played along at rubinreport.locals.com. Do we have one particular comment maybe that, yeah, we've got something, give me something here that the people we're saying in the live chat. That's how we're gonna end the shows for now on, with at least one commentary or question or something. We got a question here. Uh, Uncle Bob's Coffee, you know, we usually do the Q and A's on Thursdays, but I like this idea, like one question or comment at the end of the show. Uh, Dave, do you think we will ever get back to the original intent of the Constitution or are we too far gone? I think some states will get back to it and some states won't. What I've been trying to explain to people about the progressives is there's no logic or reason or rule or law from the past that they care about. So if you were to say to any of these members of the Progressive Caucus or even to your, to your most progressive friends, you know, the way the Constitution works is we have three branches of government and one writes laws and one passes them, one makes the, sure that they're legal, et cetera, et cetera, that's checks and balances. Like they don't care about that. Ask them if they care about it. They don't because they would tell you that's a patriarchal system designed by racists to oppress certain people and something about white supremacy, et cetera. They don't care about those rules. Some of us do. I actually think most of us do. And I think more and more of us will come to appreciate those rules because as things continue to get worse, no matter what Pete Buttigieg tells you, as the wheels continue to spin off the big government machine and the blue states go more and more bananas, uh, more and more people will see that. And they'll be like, oh, you know, those, those old rules, that old piece of paper, those documents that freed us and you know, really created this incredible machine that we've been living in for 250 years, you know, that was pretty good. Maybe we should get back to that. So what I think is gonna happen is something that I've talked about quite a bit, but I think it's 
in many ways what the founders intended with the federalist system, some states are just gonna go their own way. I'm not calling for civil war, obviously. But Florida, Texas, Tennessee, some of these states are just gonna keep, I hope, saying, you know what? We're just not gonna worry that much about what the feds do. We're just not gonna, you know? We're gonna do what's right here in our states. And some states won't do that, right? Like California, I think, will be the sort of leading kind of laboratory for the for the far left lunacy that they're gonna try to export throughout the nation, which by the way is exactly what Gavin Newsom and Joe Biden said during our ridiculous recall election here. So are we ever gonna get back to it? It depends where you live. It depends where you live. Um, but, uh, the worse and worse and more hysterical that they get, the more that they wake us up. Somebody, who was that Leia woman who said something like that about star systems slipping through the fingers? Grand Muff Tarkin, I haven't done a Star Wars reference in a while. You got it, you, you see what I'm saying. The more that they try to grab us, the more we'll wake up. That's how it works. All right, guys, I enjoy this 28 minutes today. Not bad. Uh, have a nice week. I think uh, I, I send some good stuff, you know? That's where I'm at, where are you? Let me know at rubenreport.locals.com. See you tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Be sure to subscribe and rate this podcast. And don't forget, you can watch my direct messages live on Blaze TV and YouTube every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. And of course, if you want to connect with me personally and get early access to my sit-down interviews, join rubenreport.locals.com.